0: You are listening to Artistic Finance, show 76. On today's show, we get an update on the Artistic Finance 6K, our self-created index fund. We'll find out how our investments are doing compared to the S&P 500. I'll also give a little follow-up on our episode on how artists can use LinkedIn, which was with lighting designer Don Chang. Before we start, if you're in Vegas on Saturday... Join lighting designer Ebony Madry and me for a live recording of our next episode about multiple streams of income for live event workers. More details at the end of this episode. Without further ado, let's get to the show. You're listening to Artistic Finance Podcasts, where your host, Ethan Steimel, Interview successful artists, leaders, and investors to help educate and inspire artists to grow their wealth. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here. And today, it's just me, your host, Ethan Steimel. Our previous quarterly update was with Mark Santos. Mark is now an IOTC apprentice at the Met Opera in New York City And because of that, he is working those crazy Ayatsi hours. And so I didn't have the heart to make him join me on this update. Now, Nicole pointed out, and she said, you know, it's Q4, it's quarter four, 2021, and you're doing a quarter two update. The reason I'm calling it quarter two is because we started our little index fund on May 5th, 2021. So it's the second quarter that we're reviewing. So we've had it now for six months. So yes, technically, it's fourth quarter. However, for us, quarter two. So how are our investments doing? So it's called the 6K because we put $6,000 into investments, 1,000 into six different investments. So the first was an ETF. Then we picked some individual stocks that I just picked from recommendations I saw. Then $1,000 of cryptocurrency an investment in wine, I picked an investment in real estate, and then in art. But now we're only looking at the first five because with the art, we decided instead of investing in art, we invested in an artist, which doesn't come with a financial return. So we'll only count the 5,000. So, our first choice is the S&P 500. We put $1,000 in on May 5th, and at this point on November 15th, 2021, that is now at $1,118. We are up 12%. So the market since May has gained 12%. So when people say, how are we doing versus the market? The market for all intents and purposes is the S&P 500. So now the individual stocks. And remember, these are stocks that I just picked. I picked four stocks that I reviewed, tried to make logical choices, half of them have dividends. I'm no expert. I know nothing other than what I just search online and I see other people advising or recommending, my own personal likes and dislikes. The point of this is that everybody can be an investor. If you have money to invest, the important thing is that you're investing. And while you don't just want to throw it away, you do want to make informed decisions. You shouldn't be paralyzed trying to make the perfect decision. So, I certainly did not make perfect decisions, but I did make decisions. I did put money in the market. I didn't rely on myself, but I also didn't rely on other people. So, I looked at their recommendations and then put my brain power in. So, all that to being said, we have four stocks. So, the first is Skills, SKLZ Skills, a gaming app. That is down 30%. And that sounds rough, and it is. However, it was down 45% the last quarter. (laughs) All right, VST, an energy company. That is up 17%. LAC, a lithium mining company. Now this, again, I picked logically. It is doing better than I expected. It is up 142%. And our last individual stock, TAP, the maker of Blue Moon Beer, is down 16%. And that's rough, but it's not as rough as skills being down 30% because TAP gives us a dividend. So we've made a little bit of money even though the stock has gone down. Overall, the four individual stocks combined, we are up 35%. While one of them is down 30%, another one is down 16%. Overall, we're actually up And again, I'm no wizard. These are just logical choices I made and I haven't touched them for six months. And that's what's happened. And now for our real estate update our four real estate stocks one is up 10%, that's UBA. One is down 15%, SRG. One is up 16%, that's STAG. And MGP is up 8%. Now, the one that's down 15%, I will say that all of these do pay a dividend. Going down 15%, it is at least giving us a little bit of a dividend. So, the $1,000 we put into all the real estate combined, it's now at $1,050. We are up 5%. All right, now, cryptocurrency. So, I just purchased Bitcoin. There's reasons for that. You make your own decisions. If you remember, we put in $1,000 on May 5th. The next week, it lost half of its value because Bitcoin crashed. We, again, didn't worry about that. Here we are six months later. Well, three months from our quarter one update, which was a little dismal. <laughs> we, we were down, uh, I think, 30% even at that point. November 15th, 2021, six months later, we are at $1,108 of Bitcoin from the $1,000 we put in. So now we are up on Bitcoin 12%. So again, we dropped 50% in the first week, but no problem. We're in it for the long haul and now that's paid off in a sense because we're now up 13%. Well, sorry, we're up 12% because currently the price is roughly $66,000 per coin and we have 0.016 of a coin. (laughs) So anyway, that sounds great that it's 13% gain and it is wonderful. But keep in mind that there's no dividends on cryptocurrency. So it's only inflation or gain that we're talking about. The S&P 500 is roughly up 12%, so equal over those six months, but we've gotten a dividend from the S&P 500. So that's something Bitcoin isn't giving to us. All right, our wine investment, VinoVest, is the platform we've used. They take care of everything, so we purchased $1,000 of wine. That $1,000 $1,000 is now valued at 1023 which means we're up 2% on the wine. Now, again, the wine is tricky because there is no dividend, and it's technically worth a little bit more. However, they take a 2.85% fee annually, and that's quite a chunk. So we have paid over the six months $15 in fees. So I took that out of the total, even though they say the wine is roughly 1050 I'm saying it's 1023 because of those fees. So that's me and my math, but I just have to take that into account of the $1,000 we put in, what is it actually gonna give us in the end? Okay, we're skipping the art, but we are purchasing a piece of art from Brett Slater, a New York City artist, and we don't have the piece yet, but we have sent pictures back and forth. We've seen it sort of being made. My wife and I really like his, his art, And so we chose to do that instead of doing masterworks or actually, actually investing in the art. We're investing more in Brett and his art and his career. All right. So if we add up all $5,000 of our investments, considering everything and where we are, our $5,000 we put in is now at $5,662. So that's six months later. And overall, that is a 13% gain. How do we measure ourselves? Well, really, we always just measure ourselves against the S&P 500. That's what Warren Buffett does. And if it's good enough for him, that's good enough for us. The S&P 500 has had a 12% gain. So we are 1% over the S&P 500. We can feel good about ourselves, but I'll point out again, some of our investments are not giving dividends. And so the S&P 500 is always giving a dividend. We missed out on that a little bit. So that being said, this update, much better than last update. Last update, we were not beating the S&P 500. It was beating us. (laughs) And as Warren Buffett says, the S&P 500 will beat any investor ever, always. And that proved true last time. This time, we're eking out a little bit of a victory. But again, it's not really about beating it. It's about us putting money into the market and investing it so that it can grow for us. It can compound and we're not touching it, we're not doing anything. Um, A couple of the apps I'm using do not let me reinvest the dividends automatically. So M1 Finance and Webull, I do not believe are allowing me to reinvest my dividends. So I have to figure that out on my end because we need that money to be reinvested, otherwise it's just sitting there doing nothing. That's on me, I'm gonna try to figure that out. I must say I do not recommend the Webull app. That's where I have the real estate investments uh, for this and it took me 20 minutes downloading the app, going on the web, logging in, and figuring it out just to find out how much the value of our our, our $1,000 was. All I'm saying is I do not like the Webull app. But if you use it and you like it, fantastic. Let me know in a YouTube comment or a comment on Instagram or anywhere because I cannot stand that app. That was it. That's all there is to it. That was our update. And again, I'm doing this process just to... Learn just so that we can see that there should be no analysis paralysis. You need to be investing, and so you can trust other people, but let me encourage you that you can look online, get some knowledge, uh, have a meeting with a financial advisor for an hour, talk with them, and then you can do it on your own. Yes, getting help from someone else is a good idea, but if you don't have enough money to do that, you can still do it on your own. Just look up how to do it safely and do it that way. And so I'm certainly not saying it doing it my way. I just did it how it works for me. And six months in, I'm fairly happy. And three months in, even though I was losing to the S&P 500, I still was positive overall. So again, even if I'm not going to be a great investor, I at least can invest. And so if I can do it just willy-nilly... Which is the worst possible way to do it, you can do it too. And again, you should be doing it. You should not be sitting on the sidelines. You should not have all your money in cash. You have to be investing. The money has to be growing. So even if it's just growing a little bit, it has to be growing. And if it's in a bank account, it is not growing a little bit. That tiny bit of interest is not growing. Okay, so that's it for the 6K update. So now our update on LinkedIn. So, lighting designer Don Chang joined us on episode 74. To talk about how she got onto that platform and how she's doing on it and she is doing it really well she's posting every day she's getting involved she's meeting people now long story short i joined the platform so i didn't want another social media account i really didn't but i do want to be able to promote artistic finance in places other than my personal social media accounts and while i do have an artistic finance instagram account it it's easy to swap between my personal and that one, and I don't like it. I was looking for another platform in which I could share it, and so really that's my motivation for joining LinkedIn. We can pretend it's for my career as a lighting designer or to continue on producing things, but the reality is it's so that I can promote this show. So Dawn convinced me that it was good not only for the show but also as a lighting designer, etc. So at the 11th hour, I signed up for the Actors Fund LinkedIn class. So now I finished the classes, and we're now in day six of the 15-day challenge. And let me tell you, it is a struggle. So first, we had to create a profile in order to sign up for the class. So that was hurdle one, creating a LinkedIn profile. But I did it. That's accomplished. Then it was off to the races immediately. I actually didn't complete my profile until day four of the challenge, So that was a couple days ago, and that was a little bit awkward for me because I was connecting with people while my profile was still not really explaining who I was. Eventually, I caught up, and now I at least appear to be a real person if you see me on LinkedIn. So back to that race, which is made a race because each day we have to create a post. So it doesn't matter if we have anything to say, we have to post something. So the first few days I cheated because I was just posting photos of the rehearsals I was in or the jobs I was doing. It sort of worked, but I wasn't actually thinking about it. Like, you know, I was doing it. All my posts have been at 11 p.m. So in the class, they tell us, you need to be posting between 8 in the morning and 10.30 in the morning. Those are the prime time social media hours on LinkedIn. But I am working. <laughs> so I have been getting done with the rehearsal at 11 before midnight, I'll be on the train and I will make my LinkedIn post. And so that's why I was doing those photos. And it works, it works. But man, it's a lot. But here's the thing, we have to do more than post. So we're given a daily activity, which is sometimes time time consuming and sometimes it just takes a minute And it's all good things. You know, look at other people's profiles that that you want to emulate, update your about section, update your bio. So it's all good activities, but some of them take significant amounts of time. So that's a challenge. And then every day we have to like 10 posts and we have to leave four meaningful comments on people's posts. So now meaningful just means more than saying nice work or amazing which is absolutely and totally what I do on all my other social media accounts. <laughs> but we're not allowed to do that. We have to, we have to add to the conversation. Now, this all may sound easy, but let me tell you, it's not. Being active on LinkedIn is not coming naturally to me at all. So now I'm stressing this point to say that I would not, could not do this alone. It was only possible because Dawn went out of her way to encourage me to join the platform. I had an inkling that I should be on the platform. And the class that Alexandria Bellavan teaches explains the platform's purpose and the best practices. And that motivated me even more to continue on into the challenge and create a profile. And now during the two weeks of learning by doing, they have coaches that are supporting, encouraging, and teaching us along the way. So while I will certainly not be as active on LinkedIn after this class and after this challenge, I will be light years ahead of where I would have been without it. So that little update is really to say this to you. What new thing do you want to learn? Do you want to learn a new lighting console? Do you want to learn how to draft in 3D? Do you want to learn how to be an investor or how to file taxes? Whatever it is, take a class. Find a community. I'm a big proponent of learning by doing, but learning on your own is as inefficient as possible. And this LinkedIn class and challenge has really solidified that for me. So while listening to this show right now, we're learning about art, we're learning about finance, that's wonderful, but if you really wanna learn a specific thing, you need to take a class or you need to get help from other people. Getting knowledge is great, But getting knowledge and applying it with the help of others and coaches, that is really how you're going to succeed. So that thing that you know that you need to be learning or you want to be learning, don't rely on yourself. Go take a class. Okay, I don't know why I felt like saying all that other than me taking the class. It has really been beneficial. All right. Now here's a lovely experience also that happened during the class. So I was put in a group with a costume designer named Madison Booth. And as part of that group, we all connect with one another and we send introductory messages. Well, Madison sends me a note and she says that she's actually in the class because she heard Dawn talk about it on artistic finance. So oftentimes, like right now, I'm sitting alone talking into a microphone, (laughs) the sad little life, and it's quite a jolt of energy when I hear that someone not only listens to the show, but took action. So thank you, Madison, for sending me that message, and I'm thoroughly loving being in class with you. And speaking of jolts of energy, I had another one just a few hours ago when Artistic Finance got its 23rd patron, Thor Tivol. I haven't actually sent them a thank you yet, so they may hear this episode before they get that, but let me say thank you for joining It's wildly appreciated and, Thor, be looking for my LinkedIn connection request coming soon. (laughs) Now, if you're listening and you're feeling particularly supportive of the content I'm creating, please join up as a patron. You'll get early access to episodes and a private podcast feed. Do that at patreon.com slash artistic finance. And finally, this Saturday, November 20th, I'll be joined by lighting designer Ebony Madry at LDI in Las Vegas. We will be recording a live episode called Multiple Streams of Income, where we will discuss what multiple streams of income means and what it looks like for live event workers. If you'll be in Vegas and you want to attend, email me for a free pass at artisticfinancepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's it for today. Until next week, break a leg. Thank you for listening to Artistic Finance. Make sure to subscribe. To access our show notes, transcripts, or resources, go to artisticfinance.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decision, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Artistic Finance. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.